Welcome to a brand new year here on the Systemize Your Life podcast. I am so excited that you are choosing to spend your time with me. And this episode today, we're going to talk about everything that did and did not work for me last year in running a business, trying to make a little money, trying to keep up with the house, trying to keep up with the kids and the schedule plus take care of myself and have some kind of social life and all the things in between with the hope that maybe you can learn a little bit from my mistakes and from my wins. There were quite a few things that I did not realize. Oh shoot, I probably am not going to want to do that again. Definitely, I am going to be talking about some of the things that really had just slipped underneath my radar until I sat down to do this review and to really take a little bit of a look at what my year looked like. And I'm excited to share that with you. I'm also excited to share the things that worked really well. And I want you to take this process and I want you to do it for you as well. So what do you say? Let's get started with today's episode so that you can move forward into your brand new 2023 with what doesn't work so well and what works really well for those of us that are juggling all the things. What do you say? Let's get started. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships banging organization and time management strategies, and a rock-solid plan for our personal well-being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, if you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the Hot Mess Express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves, dig in, and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. I kicked off my brand new year in a much different way than I expected. The last two episodes that came out, I had talked a lot about some of the things that would be coming up in my life at the end of the year. And uh, lo and behold, the last year of 2022 was on complete and utter pause and hold. Uh, We had quite a bit of sickness run through my family and extended family. Um, And so... I have a lot of gratitude for my ability to care for people. I have the flexibility and um, I have a really big heart and, I, and I, I want to be able to give my time and, and my ability to care for people as much and as often as I can. And I know that that is probably something that you experience on a regular basis. And so over the last week, I literally didn't touch my laptop, not even one time. I barely touched my cell phone. Um, and I took care of people. I took care of a lot of people and I took care of myself as much as I could in the process. And so that means for the first time in three years, I missed recording a podcast episode. And, um, what a humbling experience it is whenever all of your plans go out the window, right? We talk about that here on this show often on what it looks like to be in survival mode. And I love how systems support me and I love how they've been able to support so many of you in the community. And so we are getting back in the swing of things, 
But with that, I just wanted to say that this is an episode that I've been eager to record for you for quite some time now. And I know that I am starting off the year with a few things not quite in the places where I wanted them to. And so if you are feeling that as well, a word of encouragement to you from me that all things in good time will pan out and they will play out the way that they're supposed to. And I feel really strongly about that. So while we're doing that, while we're talking about how things are supposed to pan out, let's look at what 2022 actually looked like. You know, every year here on the show, I talk about, oh, how did I, you know, did I reach my goals? And um, actually in 2021, I can't believe it was that long ago. That's crazy. I did 12 months every month. I did a recap of what had worked and what didn't work. And so this year, I didn't put those on the show. And so now, you know, it came down to the time where I was like, okay, am I just going to like do a full recap or what is this going to look like? But what I found most interesting were all of the things that didn't work, that just were not working for me, that made it so much harder for me to keep the house clean and so much harder for me to communicate my feelings and my needs to my husband and what made it really hard to actually sit down and get some stinking work done and what made it hard for me to connect with my kids and to be kind and, you know, what were the things that really made made it hard for me to get to the gym and to eat the way that I wanted to eat. Like what was making that really hard? What was not working that I was doing? I always want to look at that kind of data and that kind of information. And I want you to be able to look at those things in your life too. And when you go through this process, you will obviously see things that did work. And so over the year, in a year, month by month, I'm always writing down the things that are working I'm collecting data. And so this is just kind of a recap, like overall, the big things that really stood out that did and didn't work. So I'm actually going to talk about what didn't work first. And I have just a short list for you here. And I'll talk about them a little bit. You can take them. And my hope is that you use this information to really help guide you and know that whenever you come up against things that maybe are similar it's as if someone has gone before you and now you have the opportunity to say, you know what, this could work for me, but there's a big warning from Chelsea Joe that this might not work. It doesn't mean that it wouldn't work for you, but it's always nice to anecdotally hear from another person and that's how we learn. We learn by listening to other people's stories. We learn by sharing our stories and that's what's so great about having a podcast. So what did not work? Number one thing far and away that did not work for me, and when I say didn't work, like what didn't work, we'll just summarize this up to into this one thing of succeeding at home and business, like truly having time for my home, which is me, you know, the actual house cleaning, the kids, and my husband, right? Like that part of my life and then running a business making money, like those two things, right? And those both require it for me, two different, two different spaces, two different compartments in my brain, totally different bandwidth. And so I want to be able to show up to both of them really, really well. And the one thing that made it incredibly hard for me to show up to either of those really well was working late at night. 
I have a unique opportunity and I know so many women that do this. They'll just stay up late because it's when their kids are in bed. And I, and I did it a lot. I did it far too many times and I'm pretty much done with it at this point because every single time I did it, it was just a darn poop shoot the next day. I'm tired. I'm cranky. Yeah, I got six hours of uninterrupted sleep, you know, I mean, of uninterrupted work or four hours of uninterrupted work, but going to bed at 11 o'clock midnight, it's not conducive to what I want to do the next day. I can't focus. I can't function. Anything else that I wanted to accomplish that next day has just gone out the window. So my situation it just lends itself to having the opportunity because there are some days of the week when our oldest daughter, Frankie Joe, she is with her biological dad and spends some time there. And then Bailey goes to bed super early and Blaine's at the fire station. So I'm like literally home alone with no one and nothing. And it's like, why not work? You know, well, let me tell you why not. <laughs> we just talked about that. It just doesn't, it doesn't work. Okay. Next thing is last minute work in my business, not being prepared, not having a plan. I did a whole podcast episode on what happened when I got rid of my, my workflow. I have a whole operating system that I run in my business and it allows me to show up and know exactly what to do. But even further than that, not having things planned out in advance and just winging it, winging what I'm putting on the show, winging what I'm putting out on socials, which that actually doesn't really ever happen anymore. But you know, any of the promotions that we're doing or any of the contests that we do, or just if any of you that are listening are running any kind of online, any kind of, any kind of any business, actually, we'll just put it right there. There is this, this like notion that you can just kind of put anything together. And we kind of do it because we fly by the seat of our pants because our business is what always comes last because we have so many other things that are literally burning down in front of us, you know, and it's that concept, but I think a lot of that too has to do with the fact that when you're new and you're and you're learning, it's just what happens. There are just certain things that you can't foresee. And so at this point, I just was like, okay, I've learned what I need to learn. This does not work for me. And now that I have a little bit of support and I have some help and I have other people working with me, it doesn't work for them either. So really getting some plans in place for next year, which I already did. It's already set up. It feels so amazing. Okay, here's another thing that did not work. And this is in my house and it's not planning meals. I I know this and I teach this through and through. I have a system for this, but I just have to reiterate that it really doesn't work. It doesn't work for me. It doesn't work for our budget. It doesn't work for the kids. It doesn't work for anybody when I don't plan meals every week. So that's still going to be a hard, fast, fundamental need for us. The next thing is getting behind on laundry. That really does not work for me. I have a laundry system that I love. As soon as my little teeny tiny basket fills up, you will, in fact, grab the basket, wash it, dry it, and then put it away. Like that has to, there's no putting that off. The discipline for that has to be there. The other thing is we've had less date nights this year. And I don't really know why, to be honest. I think our at-home dates, we got a little laxed with what was considered a date and what was considered like lounging (laughs) because we're both exhausted. And so the formality of date night has slipped a few extra times and I miss them. 
you know? And so Blaine and I, you know, have had some conversations on really what that's going to mean and how to have the discipline to put those in place the way that we used to. Here's the other thing that is, there's two last things and these are big. Less time outside. This is really not working for me and for the family. Um, you guys know that I've had the grade eight for a long time. My fundamental needs are the grade eight. I teach them. If you want to learn more about them, you can go to chelseajoe.co backslash get organized and you'll actually learn all about my grade eight inside of that workshop. It's about 30 minutes long. Um, you will learn everything about them and why I do them. And Blaine and I last year actually said we want to shift to the fine nine because we wanted to put in like a fundamental need of being outside with our kids every single week, at least once a week. And what it ended up happening is we just tried to set the precedence that family fun would take place outside so that we wouldn't have to shift to a fine nine. It would still be the great eight. But this year we talked about it again and I feel really, really committed to the fact that um, we want to do an outside challenge. And so there's this incredible company called a thousand hours outside and you can look them up on Instagram and she has these free downloadable sheets and it's just like this incredible like wave of inspirations to get your kids outside. And she has these beautiful little challenges where you can like you color in every single time you spend 10 hours or an hour and I there's all different kinds of charts that you can use. And so over the year, you try and reach a thousand hours outside, which is actually a lot for a family. So we're just going to challenge ourselves to 500 hours this year. And it's just important to Blaine and I. I actually grew up spending most of my time outdoors. And I think probably a lot of us in this generation did. And it's really lacking for our children. So that's something that we are making a huge shift on this year. And then last but not least... Uh, the last thing that I want to talk about that did not work for me this year at all were work blocks with my kids at home. So I won't say that this won't work for everyone. And I think this is just a season. It's something that I'm feeling really hard right now because I've always had work blocks with my kids at home. I didn't have a choice and you probably won't have a choice either. But let me explain what I mean when I say this a little bit. Having work blocks with kids at home looks different for everybody. And for me, we've chosen to put our kids in mainstream education. And that means that they're gone for a lot of hours of the day. And there were times when I still was working after they got home. And that just wasn't working for me anymore. I didn't want to do that. And, and and there's nothing wrong with it. I just felt really, really called to stop working. And it's always been like a loose goal. But as of late, the actual mental distraction that it causes when my kids are home and they've been gone all day and I've been able to focus now that I know what a focused work block feels like versus what it feels like to work when they're home and running in and out and running in and out. Obviously, there are times when this has to happen, but it's actually not really all that productive for me anyway. So late in the year, I'd say probably around October, sometime after Halloween, I started shifting into this where I just was not working. And that's another reason why I was staying up late sometimes working when they were asleep because 
There are times when I just don't get the work done. Either they're not in school or Blaine and I play all day long. And that's just like this whole dynamic that we're working on. And the the truth of the matter is, is I'm being really open and honest with what this looks like in my life. I'm, I'm juggling a business that is growing and I'm, I have a family that's growing too. My kids are growing. We're going to be moving soon. And it's just some days, honestly, a lot to sink and figure out. It really is. And I know that it's a lot for you to figure out. Like I see you trying to find your hiding place so that you can get your work done. (laughs) I see all of the women that are in my program and what they're doing and what they're juggling. And I'm, I see you, I am you, and I, I feel this and there's no reason why we can't be successful. I just know that right now I got to shift a few things that were not working for me last year. My kids are five and 10. This is what this looks like for me right now. It was very different when they were younger and I thought, oh, I'd be able to work more when they're home, when they're older. But the truth of the matter is, is that it's not, and I, you know, it's not necessarily gotten easier. Can I work when they're home? Absolutely. I absolutely can. It's so much easier. They will leave me alone if I have to, but I don't want to, you know, because they're older and they're independent and I have my own time. I don't want to work whenever they're home anymore. And so those are some of the things that did not work for me. And you'll be able to maybe see some of those shifts happen from the outside, but maybe not. But there definitely will be some changes made to make sure that those things that didn't work don't get repeated this year, or at least that we make some changes so that they work a little bit better. Now, let's talk about what did work, because this is where it gets really fun. This is where I get to really share with you how awesome, because there's two sides to every coin, right? There were some really fantastic things that happened in 2022 that I do want to continue. I do want to see the great things continued to be, or the good things become great, or the great things become greater, you know? So first of all, working outside of the house has been just a massive game changer. I still have my little space at home, and when we move, I will have an office, but I have a co-working space, and I also love the coffee shop, and just any coffee shop. Getting out of the house is such a game changer. I cannot begins to describe how much more productive and focused like I can execute so much better when I'm not at home so I'm going to keep juggling what that looks like for me and how often I'll be working from the house versus outside of the house and going somewhere the next thing that worked really well that has always worked really well are hard and fast bedtimes for the whole family if you get anything from this episode make sure you have hard fast bedtimes squared away most nights out of the week, five to seven nights out of the week, if not six or seven nights out of the week for all of your kiddos and yourself. Obviously, I can say that I know that this works because I know what it happens when it doesn't happen. I know what it looks like when it doesn't happen, right? And I don't want that to continue to get in my way and to continue to cause unproductive days because it's completely within my control to get dinner on the table at the right time and get everyone bathed and read books and you know do a tidy cue and get everyone to bed and then do my nighttime routine and get myself to bed like that is a hundred percent within my control most of the time and so that is what we're going to keep working on the next thing is (laughs) 
this one's hard, but it definitely, I, I don't know when this became apparent to me, but one of the things that worked really well last year was letting go of my own timing, you know, as a one on the Enneagram and a recovered perfectionist, it does eat at me every now and then. But for the most part, I have completely let go of my own timing for things. I work really hard to reach goals. And discipline is one of my company values. It's one of my parenting values. It's just one of my values. Discipline is huge to me. But the timing of things is not something that I can always foresee. I can't always tell what mood my kids are going to be in or what my husband's going to need when he gets off of shift or even what our marriage needs. And maybe we might need to connect more. And I had a work block planned. Whoop. You know, like there are just certain things that I've decided to let go of and not be such a stickler on. And because of the fact that I have a system set up in place, I don't have a ton of anxiety about it. And it's really served me well. The next thing, (laughs) this is my favorite one. And And I'm telling you, this works so unbelievably well, so unbelievably well, it will knock your socks off is my operating system for my business. It's an it's an actual game changer. It will literally, and it has changed my life and it's changed many people's lives. I run every single part of my business with one operating system. And I know every single thing that needs to get done daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, and annually in my business. I don't lose any sleep at night. I don't lose any time trying to figure out what to do. I sit down, it tells me what to do. I do it and I move on. Like, it just works. It works. I live and breathe and die by this thing. It is amazing. Next are my time blocks. My time blocks, my five block method, absolutely still working for me through and through and through and through. And actually there, it's just, it's just getting better. It gets better by the month. It gets better by the year. My husband gets more on board. My kids begin to understand how this rhythm is. I I just like become one with the thing. It's weird, but it just gets better and better and better. It just gets better. If you're not doing it yet, please do it. My five block method, you can find it on the website. You can also watch it in the workshop, chelseajoe.co backslash get organized. Like go watch the thing. Like it's time. It's time for you to do the things that I know work really well. (laughs) Just take it from me. I can't even tell you how well they serve me and my family. It's so fantastic. Okay, here's another thing that has worked so well for me, did work so well for me in 2022, was networking. I am not social. (laughs) I mean, I love being social, but I'm not social, you know? There's a lot of names that people say, but like, I, I love to learn. I love to listen and I do like to talk. Um, but I, you know, I'm not like, I used to be super social, but I don't know, something weird happened. Maybe that just happens when we get older. But I put myself out there in a lot of different, a lot of different places. I spoke on multiple stages. I networked in crowds of people that I've never met in my life. I gave hugs to people that listened to the podcast that I've never met before in my life. I networked on Instagram DMs. I networked in Facebook communities. I networked in high level and low level masterminds. And like, I can't even tell you, like my mind is blown. 
when it comes to your business, when it comes to you growing network is networking is probably the most, just the most, it's like game changer. And I've actually really been loving it. I've been loving it so much and I will continue to do it in 2023. Last two things that I want to talk about are intangible, but very, very valuable. First is being flexible. This has served me really well. Being flexible has served, did serve 2022 really well. Uh, The last year, as I already, the last year, the last month of this year, as I already explained, definitely reminded me that I need to be flexible. I am walking into a brand new year with none of my year-end work done. And that uh, is not only something that would make me feel really great, but you know what? It doesn't matter. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. You know, like you sometimes you just got to be flexible. And this stuff with the kids, you know, it's like, okay, so we thought we would have the laundry put away today and we didn't. Great. Where else are we going to put it this week? What, what do we need to move out so that we can move something in? You know, it's like just be flexible. It works really, really well. And I've been a stick in the mud at times in my life because. Sometimes being rigid makes me feel safe. We'll just put it like that. And being flexible is way more fun. And my husband is the whole reason that that is even a part of my DNA at this point. And I love it. And it's very, very helpful. And those are the times and the parts of my personality that I have seen really come out and shine. And I feel the most joy. Which leads me into the last, the very last point is enjoying each moment really focusing on what is at hand. I'm in my closet. I'm recording this podcast. Go all in. Be all there. You're playing dolls. You're playing Legos. You're sitting on the edge of your preteen or your teenager's bed, or maybe you're in the car with your teen that just, you know, never comes home and you don't see them that often. Be all there. Put your stupid cell phone away. Like, stop binging Netflix all the time. Like, Get out from behind the screens and just enjoy the moment that you're in. If you're cooking, cook. If you're reading, read. If you're working, work. Like just be where you are and enjoy that moment. You don't have to be doing 15 things at once. And it may feel like you're doing a lot less, but when you look up and you look around, you realize that you got a lot more done in a way shorter amount of time. So that is my really short and sweet straight to the point recap for 2022 what I've learned what didn't work as a full-time entrepreneur uh, working from home sometimes working from a coffee shop hopefully you've learned a few things from my mistakes and you're able to grow from my wins and I'm really looking forward to spending the entire 2023 right here with you on the systemize your life podcast hey before you go If today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.